Thanks for downloading show 38 of the C-Suite podcast. I'm Russell Goldsmith, and it's not often I get to record two shows within a week, uh, but I couldn't pass on an opportunity to interview my two guests today as they're in town to launch a new campaign promoting greater awareness of the need to prioritise employee well-being. So joining me here in the studio to discuss this issue are El Kavanagh-Lomas. Um, El is VP for HR at Cisco, Europe, Middle East, Africa and Russia. And so her role involves delivering employee uh, relations strategy for the business to 12,000 plus employees across 60 plus countries. And alongside El is Jesse Pervelka. And some of our listeners may know uh, Jesse as he was the fitness trainer on the US TV program, The Biggest Loser. But Jesse is also working with Cisco on a new well-being program, which obviously we're going to find out a little bit more about in this podcast. So welcome to the show both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, now, the reason you guys are here is that Cisco has released some research showing that employees are now more stressed and under more pressure in the workplace with one in three adults saying that they do not feel supported at work and with over half of all respondents saying that they would consider changing jobs this year as a result. So, El, I was wondering, can, can you give us a bit of background to this, this new report and some of its key findings? Yeah, I think what we've learned from, um, from the research that's out there is to say that in this world, it's very dynamic, it's highly connected, it's digitised. People are working differently. The pace in which they're operating is continuing to accelerate. We used to talk about all the time work-life balance. We used to say, you know, let's trade off one element of our life for another. With the pace things are going and the scale of change that we're facing, it's just not possible. We have to focus now on work-life integration, bringing all elements of life together. Just a few weeks ago, consultants Mercer shared a report of their own showing British employees are losing on average 27 and a half days per employee every year due to things like sickness and underperforming in the office as a result of ill health. And, and in monetary terms and absenteeism and presenteeism, it's costing the UK economy £73 billion a year, apparently, according to that re the report in, in lost pro productivity. I know your report was looking into the UK, but I'm assuming it's not just a UK issue, of, of course. Not at all. I mean, Cisco's a global company and yeah. we're facing this all around the world. We know, ultimately, that well-being has a direct impact on employee engagement. Right? It's a higher motivation creativity, a positive customer experience, ultimately you're affecting the bottom line because you are helping to, to avoid all the things that you've just listed out there which employers yeah. face so much of today. Okay, so well, there's probably a good time to bring Jesse into the chat here because obviously you're over here in the UK working with Elle's team at Cisco to find a, a solution to all this. Do, do you want to tell us a little bit about the programme that, that you've been launching? Yeah, it's called the uh, Cisco Pavelka Initiative. And it's based around my philosophy of health, which is uh, based around four elements, food, movement, mind power, and family. I think a lot of us understand food and movement. That's nutrition and exercise, right? And what we want to do is implement small changes in each of these areas. So for food, for instance, we would say a uh, suggestion would be drink more water right, or have more leafy greens, or eat more protein. For exercise or movement, it would be find five minutes during your lunch period to go for a walk, mm. or five minutes in the morning, or 10 minutes in the morning. Now, mind, power, and family, I think, when we're talking about stress at work or anxiety at work, these are probably the most important. Um, mind power is basically mindfulness, and I think a lot of us, we get so busy, we forget to take a break. We forget to give ourselves that little beat in the day where we uh, go do some deep breathing for five or ten minutes, right? Or we meditate. And I think a lot of us need to be open to these exercises and these new ways of doing things, especially if we're constantly feeling stressed. So we have to find solutions. So for mind power, it's just about meditation, breathing deep, and really paying attention to your thoughts and where you're at. 
And then family is connect, right? That's yeah. the people in your world that support you, that uh, that encourage you to be healthy at work and at home. Uh, so we're packaging up those four elements. We delivered in an online community. We called the uh, Pavelka House for Cisco, where the employees can go to get information, inspiration, um, and also find um, tools, tips, and tricks to uh, to practice the the four elements. Right. Um, we've also got an app called Nudge, which is kind of <laughs> we say it's Pavelka in your pocket. It's a <laughs> it's a reminder app that that uh, keeps people accountable. It's that it's that accountability partner that says, "Hey, don't forget to do your five minute meditation," or "Hey, don't forget to do that five minute walk at lunch." Um, and, you know, it's that gentle nudge that uh, that keeps you accountable. I was going to say, actually, in terms of the mind power bit in, in your program, you, you certainly infuse positivity. And I'll tell you why I say that, Jesse. Before this, this interview, I checked out your Twitter feed. And... Um, and on Sunday, you tweeted, and I quote, Well, the UK is a bit wet right now. Remember when it rains, the earth is being nourished. It's how our food grows. Hashtag grateful. Now, that is one hell of a positive spin from the <laughs> British weather, I have to say. Well, thanks for noticing. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, El, uh, this, is, this is all well and good for a company the size of Cisco. Um, you know, so you've, you've brought Jesse in to create this program. And, and the, the only thing is there'll be a lot of listeners to this podcast who are employees of um, smaller or or medium-sized businesses, or, or even larger ones who won't necessarily have the budgets for this kind of activity. So what's your response to them, um, you know, if that question is raised? Or would you say that budget is just an excuse to put in front of dealing dealing with the issue? It's as you said before, it's the cost of not doing it that you have to think about, of absenteeism, of employees being, you know, just not at their best, at their peak at work. We don't want people to be delivering poor performance because they are ultimately not feeling at their best. Yeah. So the investment is is something that that we think is highly worthwhile, and and by far the return the, the returns far exceed the investment. Okay, um, I, I put a note out on social media that I was doing this interview, and, and I've received I've, I've actually had a couple of questions that have come in. Um, the, the first of which is from uh, John Salmon. Uh, now I actually know John has an interest in this topic as as he's involved in the mental health uh, charity Heads Together, and in fact he's running. I, I promised I'd give him a shout out. He's running the London Marathon for them. Um, so if you check his Twitter feed, which is at John Salmon. He's got a great profile pic with Wills, Kate and Harry, which is uh, very cool. Uh, but that aside, John, so this is what John's written in. He said, I was pleased to read that Cisco has been involved in some great work to raise awareness of mental health in the workplace and will have 50 trained mental health uh, first aiders by the end of the year. So he's obviously done his research. Um, but he's then gone on to ask, uh, why is mental health awareness important to Cisco and what benefits have you already seen within the business by actively talking about this in the workplace? So firstly, we really admire the work that they're doing. We've watched, seen a lot of the uh, the press on this. It's amazing. Uh, mental health is a taboo topic in many organisations. Employees feel more scared to bring forward their issues about their mental health than they do about their physical health. They'll tell us they've hurt their leg. They won't tell us they're feeling stressed or depressed. And we know that the impact of that on their lives at work is, is phenomenal, and we want to help them through that. We don't want it to be that people are suffering in silence. So we want to create a platform in a space where people can come out and talk we're sharing more and more stories as you as you uh, the research show we have our ambassadors mm. who are trained and understand this more they understand how to help and provide support um, we have an employee assistance program that people can go to as well because um, the, facing this alone in this world is, is tough and um, we don't want employees to feel alone we want them to feel that we are an employer that cares about everything in their lives and that we're, that we're the best employer for them so Jesse maybe 
maybe you can give us an example of how you've uh, been working with some of the employees at Cisco to help improve their fitness and well-being. And of, and of course, we have um, Jean Kerr with us, who is someone that you've you've worked with already. Yeah. So so one of the um, one of the ways that we we brought the four elements to life for the employees to really learn and figure out how they can they can uh, implement the four elements into their life was through a, a product or a, a show called the Inspire Story. And uh, Jean and I worked together over six months, and she implemented small changes around the four elements. And it was pretty incredible what she was able to achieve. And it wasn't about, again, it wasn't about weight loss or anything like that. It was about feeling good, feeling good about your role at home, feeling good about your role at work. And, uh, and it was a really, it was a beautiful, a beautiful uh, experience for both of us. So, so Jean, do you want to tell us a little bit about how, how Jesse's worked with you? Yes, absolutely. So um, so we started the first few months, actually, we were working together remotely. That's the joy of Cisco technology. And really what I was getting the opportunity to do there is have some education around the four elements. And for Jesse to understand what was getting in my way, I had a willingness to make change, but I didn't seem to have the toolkit. And, and what we were able to bring it down to is, I mean, I had a reasonable handle on food and movement and what that looked like, but I was doing nothing around mind, power and family. And that was really the key. Now, I wasn't changing, if you like, some of the, the those key elements of the four elements. Mm. So it was just step by step. I mean, I think the big thing is finding what's sustainable, what feels achievable, but also showing someone what they can do. Um, I do think for a lot of people, when they are in that place of overwhelm, when you are in that scenario that you don't feel you can have the balance, you you kind of stop believing in yourself and your ability to do things. So I think there's a piece there in the mind power about changing that story you're telling yourself. Big thing for me, honestly, was actually asking for help. Right. That was the key thing. Um, you know, we're always we're always on. We always want to be on it. We want to be on top of things. And that often gets in the way of us saying, you know, I do not have a handle on this and, and I need some help. And so how have you used um, like all the tips and advice and, and the program to your to your benefit? What you what have you done with that? So what I've done, I, you know, I, it helped me really understand how I was balancing things. Yeah. So all four elements, I tended to be all in one and nothing in the other. So what I do now is simple things. Um, I started by cutting sugar and immediately stopped having migraines and headaches. I started standing more during meetings or noticing, you know, I need to take a five minute break before I go into the next one. It mm. completely cut out the back pain I had been experiencing. Um, the whole asking for help, my home family, my Cisco family, that has made me much more effective in how I get things done. And I think the big thing for me is um, the mind power. No devices first thing in the morning, no devices last thing at night. I sleep better and I start my day better. And that was the starting point, what I would say today is the four elements now is like an early warning system for me. Yeah. So it's become part of my DNA. And because of that, I notice when it's out of balance. I notice when something's a little bit out and I have the awareness to understand what it is and then go and address that. Now, now I'm not going to lie. I've got a little tip off that, that you're actually now doing a bit of walking and climbing as well. I am. So, <laughs> so I will tell you, I could barely climb a flight of stairs really, without getting out of breath when I first got involved with um, the, the Cisco Pavelka initiative. And, I, and within six months, I went from that to climbing Ben Nevis. Amazing. So 
Fantastic. Really enjoyed that. Lovely, lovely story. Um, so, Jesse, outside of the work that you're doing with Cisco, in your experience of the clients that you've worked with privately or in, or in your time on the, on the Biggest Loser, have you witnessed, you know, experiences of this issue of, of pressure at work or, or, you know, leading to poor mental health and, and physical health? Yeah, I think work is something that people feel gets in the way, right? So it's about how do we manage the stress at work? But also on top of that, I think life itself has become much more stressful. We're always on our devices. We're always on the go. So um, whenever I'm working with someone, I really need to look at their, their whole self, their whole routine, and figure out what those small changes are. Um, so mental health, you know, if, if you're spending a lot of time at work, um, spending a lot of time on devices, it is, it is something that I need to address. And, and we need to find those windows of time where we can practice the four elements, exercise the four elements, um, and, uh, and help relieve that stress. Do you, do you see a difference at all in how it's handled by employers in the U.S. compared to the U.K.? Um, I think both are, are doing a good job or doing their best to, uh, to find ways to, to take care of their people, uh, especially Cisco. Like, like uh, Elle said, it's a global company. This is, while this is an Amir-wide initiative, Cisco as a whole takes care of their people and wants their people to feel good. Yeah. El, in your experience across the regions that, that you're responsible, um, you know, obviously there's a diverse difference in, in culture there. And, um, you know, we have an international audience to, the, to this podcast. I was wondering if you've seen differences in the culture and attitudes to employee well-being in those territories, you know, not necessarily, I mean, at, at Cisco, of course, but across business, in, you know, the industry in, in general. I do. And I see it becoming a topic in, uh, in different countries in different ways. Um, it takes a country like the U.S. You know, yeah. they've got a minister of happiness. They're trying to create an environment where people feel like they can they can be their best. It's not that dissimilar. What I would say, though, at Cisco, we believe very much in the philosophy of one size fits one. Mm. It's no longer a world where everybody wants the same thing. We can't have these blanket offerings. And I think with well-being, that's true of the different countries. They may want a slightly different mix of what's available, but ultimately everybody's facing the same challenges. We all, you know, everybody worries about what they eat. Do they move enough? You know, are they calling home enough? Do they spend enough time with their family? And um, and are they giving themselves a bit of mental space? Because that's where the, the magic happens with your, with your brain. So I think it's uh, it's different, but um, but we're all facing the same world. Sure. OK, listen, I've got another question here that's coming from social media. It's uh, There's a bit of background to this, so, so bear with me. This is from Deborah Porton, who is head of HR at uh, Show My Homework. Um, as I said, she's sending quite a lot of info. But in, in summary, what she said is a lot of advice about well-being talks about um, all the things that great employers offer and her engagement surveys also ask their employees about exercise and healthy eating and whether the company should do more to promote this. She said that her company already offers free fruit and herbal tea uh, every day, um, uh, yoga once a week and occasional kickboxing sessions. There's loads going on there. Um, and they have a standard uh, gym discount package and, and in fact some of the girls in the company are organising a netball team. However, she said that they still score lowish on their engagement score for this area and that their employees are not necessarily expecting them to do more in this in this area and that they don't think it's the company's job so she's asked two questions actually she said is it really up to us to check our employers uh, sorry our employees are looking after themselves better 
and is scoring low on eating healthy and exercise really a problem for us? It's certainly not for us to check what our employees are doing. I think what we're feeling more of is that it's about making the space for employees to check for themselves. For example, in Cisco, we offer a very flexible working environment. People can work from where they want and do it how they want. So if they want to spend some time with their family, maybe go attend the kids' sports day, they can do their work later in the day. That makes them feel like they're managing their lives, that they're in control control of their own world and I think that does help drive engagement and I think we have to be careful one of the things I might advise is to integrate the offerings because I think the individual elements people are calling them out they're just seeing them as a quick fix what is the whole solution we offer to make to enable our employees to find more room in their lives where there's a lot of noise going on we want to help them create some space And just remind me on part two. And and so part two was, is scoring low on eating healthy and exercise really a problem for us? Well, I think it's one for Jesse as well, but I think to, to me it is because it's about our, our health to be fit and resilient at work. Yeah. And we know that if we don't focus on those things at all, the, the, the outcome's not going to be pretty. Jesse, I don't mm. know if you want to build on my... No, I, I completely agree. I think it's, it's, you know, looking at the four elements, it's two of the four elements. And yeah. You know, you have to treat your body right. And, and two ways of doing that is putting the right food in your body and, and, and living through your body and not just living up in your head. Sure. So, so Jesse, if, if I needed you to sum up what the key message is that, that you want businesses to take away from this podcast, <clears throat> what would it be? I would say offer more than just uh, nutrition or food, uh, diet and exercise. I think that's the go-to for a lot of, of, of corporations or companies. Look at look at the bigger picture. Look at look at the environment. Look at um, look at ways that you can give people that space or that time where they can they can practice mindfulness, and uh, and also make it a part of the conversation. Make well-being a part of the conversation. I think that's key. Excellent. And El, before we go, is there anywhere for listeners to go for more information on on what we've been discussing? Yeah, so obviously our employees can have a look on our website. We've got the also got the Twitter feed of hashtag Cisco Pavelka. And then Pavelka themselves have a, an amazing website that we use as well. So uh, pavelka.co.uk. Brilliant. That's perfect. Uh, El Cavanagh-Lomas and Jesse Pavelka, thanks for joining the show. Uh, that's all right. Uh, now that's it for another episode. So all that's left uh, is for me to give my usual reminder that if you want to contact me about getting involved in the series, then the best places are either on Twitter using at Russ Goldsmith or the contact form at uh, csweetpodcast.com. Also, please do subscribe to us on either SoundCloud, iTunes or TuneIn uh, or all three if you're uh, really keen. Uh, just search for the C-Suite Podcast. You should find us. And please, please, please do give us a positive rating and review on iTunes if you can. And also, uh, you can join the discussion on our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter. So plenty of places to get involved. Um, and and comment and give us some feedback. That's it for now. Thanks for listening and goodbye.